1: Welcome to NASCAR America Home Edition. We are fortunate enough to have Denny Hamill with us. Big win yesterday, Denny.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it, uh, it was. And uh, good weekend for your family as well. So uh, the whole Toyota family had a good one.
1: Yeah, it really was. It was a good weekend. Uh, some interesting racing. I, I was fascinated by uh, kind of Blaney. He would get out there on you on new tires. He was really, really quick. Uh, then you running run him down a long run. But on that, on that green flag run, you were as fast as him. When you took off on new tires, he had new tires. It wasn't after a a restart. Uh, Explain to the fans how that happens.
2: Well, when anytime you have a green flag stop, um, the track is – it never cleans up. So, the track is not as fast. Um, So, maybe the lack of speed that we had in our car didn't show up as bad on a green flag stop as what it would after a caution. So, it seemed like, you know, we controlled probably three or four restarts only, I think, Kept the lead, maybe two of them. Um, we just weren't that good in the short run, to be honest with you. And, and so uh, we definitely liked the long runs that, that played in our hand and um, you know, really kept it a little closer than I definitely would have liked there at the end. I, I tried to stretch it, but yet not put myself up against the wall and give myself a chance to mess up like I did at Bristol. So it's a tough spot to be in when you're leading, and but you need the wall to, to really push and, and gain that extra time.
0: Do you want a beautiful lawn? so
1: some conversation about, you know, the Joey Logano, did he hold up uh, Chase Elliott? I know you responded to that and said you didn't think it made a difference, but uh, kind of what is your thought on that whole exchange there between those two?
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, certainly Joey raced him hard, but I, I, you know, I thought from my perspective, it was you know, somewhat fair. I mean, he just didn't let him clear when, you know, I didn't see anything that happened earlier in the day or anything like that, but you know, I'd already caught Chase at the time. And so, uh, I saw that Chase was making moves down low to try to pass Joey, and Chase didn't have a very good car on the bottom. Uh, he really needed to run the wall to be to be fast and strong. So he tried to dive down on Joey a few times, and really just wasn't clear. And Joey didn't give him the room too clear. So <laughs> I think you know certainly he was probably wasn't going to cut him a break uh, after Bristol uh, for sure. It's just uh, that's kind of just the way it is. And uh, but I don't certainly like I said I don't think it you know, changed the outcome any.
1: Well, we're so fortunate to, to, to have a guy like you, 40 wins. I mean, that's an incredible number of wins. Uh, but what you just said right there, I think, you know, goes into the, the the thought process of the best race car drivers. You're certainly one of the best. So you're analyzing, when you're catching a guy uh, like you were with Chase Elliott, what's, t- talk to the fans about what you're looking at, how you're setting up setting him up so ultimately you can make that pass you want to make.
2: Oh, he was – His strong suit was off of turn four. My strong suit was really through turns one and two. Um, So my goal was just to do whatever I could to possibly stay within one, two car lengths of him um, coming off of turn four and into turn one to then dive to the bottom and make a move on him. I knew he he didn't want to run the bottom anyway, especially through one and two. So he was going to be committed to the top. I was good both lanes, top or bottom. So as long as I was within one or two lengths, I was going to be able to kind of slide in there, anyway, and kind of slide up in front of them, similar to what I did to Blaney. So it's a lot of it is timing your passes, knowing your strong suits, and you got to pounce. You know, you got to be put yourself close enough to to pounce when you are going into a strong corner for you.
1: Well, it was fascinating to watch, and uh, it's great to get that explanation from you. Uh, you and Chris Gabehart, uh, you guys have been magic. Uh, I know. Uh, you came up short last year on a championship, but in the big moments, you guys stepped up. Talk to us about that and, and that pairing, how, how well it's gone, uh, things you need to continue to work on. And then what are you guys doing right now to try to be- get, continue to get better so you two collectively can get your first championships?
2: I mean, we're just trying to, we're just trying to get to the Final Four. I mean, that, that to us is, is, is a culmination of a great year. Um, I, I don't, you know, we had a discussion last night with the media and, you know, trying to define your season based off of one race is very, very tough. I, I I just want to win and win a lot. And, and I think that that speaks volumes to, to where you are as a race team. Um, and so our goal is always get to the final four and then let's just see how it plays out from there. Um, we did that last year, things didn't work out, but you know, to have, you know, winning nearly 20% of the races that we've been together, it's. That's a, a really big number and, and um, it's, it's working because he trusts me and I trust him. You know, I don't second guess, I don't get into the nuts and the bolts of the cars, of the setups, that's, that's his forte, the strategy, that's his forte. My job is to go out there and drive the car fast and, and give him the information to uh, let him work on it to make it even faster.
3: Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day Savings from The Home Depot.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: So that, that, that what you just said fascinates me because, uh, in an era where we had no practice whatsoever. What is the strategy you guys talk about? You know, how do you come up with these setups? How do you, how do you decide how you're going to start these races? I know in practice you kind of have a chance to try something, but this deal, if you unload and you're off, like you guys at Martinsville, I and mean, you guys yeah. are awesome at Martinsville, but you're way off. So how do you all prepare during the week?
2: Well, a lot of it has to do with, you know, what the debriefing that we do after races, and he takes that information, and, and that's how he builds the setups. Him and, you know, the engineers build the setups for the for the racetrack when we go back there. So a lot of it carries on my shoulders to give them cr- the correct information of what I need to make the car faster. And so, um, I really study a lot. Um, I work really hard at it and I, and I think you know, all that's paying
1: off. When you say you work hard at it, explain, explain what that means to, you know, cause you know, I don't think fans understand how a race car driver can work when he's not actually inside of a race car.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, we spend more time – I spend more time working outside of it than I do inside of it, that's for sure. I mean, you know, there's so many different things and data that we can look at to figure out you know, where our weaknesses is uh, are, and um, I, I just go to work on it. I mean, if I if I, I look at the winner and of whatever race it might be and, and how he was driving, and, and I try to adapt my style to that as close to it because obviously that was successful, um, and then I tell him what I need – to be able to drive the car that way. So there's just a lot of different things that you can look at as a driver. There's more information now than ever for a driver to prepare himself going into a week uh, or even, you know, after a race. And so uh, I just, you know, spend some time doing it. Um, You know, I don't know if I do do any more or less than my teammates, but certainly feel like when we go into a weekend, I know that I've given him all the information that I've got in my brain Uh, to make that car go, and he he puts it together and makes it happen. So, so
1: Denny, I want to ask you about big picture. You know, we're in this time with no practice. How do you see this moving into the future?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, in the future, I think there will be a lot of pressure probably from the, the teams and NASCAR to have a more condensed schedule. I think that it will be very important for the racetracks to make sure they have two or three days of something. And I think that, you know, filling it out with the Xfinity and the truck series uh, we'll be able to do that. Uh, I don't see, foresee us in the, in the future having a no-practice policy, uh, especially with very limited testing. Uh, but I do see our weekends being a little bit more condensed and, and the practices either being shorter, uh, less days, whatever it might be. Uh, I think when we go back full, full swing, it, it, it will look different.
1: So you, you mentioned uh, your goal is to make the Final Four. And surely you have Phoenix circled as well as you ran last year in Phoenix in the fall. Uh, that has to be a race that you feel like if you can get to that final four, y'all, you guys can win that race and win that championship.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I was very encouraged this spring when I went back to Phoenix, but then I, I crashed on a restart. It was not good. But, uh, you know, they applied that PJ1 to that racetrack. They wanted to experiment a little bit with uh, trying to get a higher line working there. And really it became the dominant line. Uh, it looked like in the race. And so it will be a different Phoenix when we go back there uh, this year versus last year. Uh, but I feel like our teammates were pretty good um, and we've got plenty of notes. And in the few laps that I did run, uh, I tried to give all the information I could uh, that way when we went back there, Chris had uh, a baseline to go with. So it is, a, you know, it's a short track. We, we always run well there. And um, I, it's, 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 I think it's a very deserving city for our final race. Well, Denny, congratulations.
1: Uh, you did a great job, dominated that race, really, in my eyes. Uh, you and Chris art are firing on all cylinders. I uh, really appreciate you taking time to join us. All
2: right, thank you.
3: Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day Savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day Savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.